All right. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Take Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jackson Burleson. And today I got two special guests. I got Noah Gathings and Isaiah Brown, Jackson College teammates now. How does it feel to be teammates? Um, honestly, it's pretty cool. Like, this is our first time getting to be, like, teammates in a more serious setting. Like, we had played together one summer with SI Select. Well, actually, no. We played together uh, earlier when we played with EDC when we were in Indy. And that was actually how we met. So, so this is, like, you know, a bit more serious, a lot more, you know, to gain from it. So, like, it's yeah, different. Definitely. And my decision to kind of come here uh, it was pretty late in the, in the summer, I want to say, like, first couple of weeks of August. So, everybody was kind of getting acclimated with their teams already. And I kind of hopped into the mix pretty late, but uh, I'm glad I made that decision. You know, I've just been getting gelled in with the guys some more. I knew I had a kind of relationship with them before, just from um, him from last year, just uh, kind of talking to them. But you know, it's been it's been a good experience so far. What was your process, Noah? Like trying to come to Jackson because I know you went prep before, and you could have went somewhere else. What was like your decision into going prep instead of going to college right after high school? Um, so initially I was going to be a preferred walk-on at Central Michigan. Um, and I, um, I liked the, the program there and, you know, it just for what I wanted or for my goals, you know, as a basketball player, I didn't think that that would be a good fit for me. Um, so I kind of decided to make that switch real late. Um, and I couldn't really find a college since it was school year, the school year had started for most colleges at that point. So. Um, it was a hectic process with finding a school, getting enrolled, and all of that. But um, I definitely – I don't regret it at all. You know, I think I needed that year um, to develop both mentally and physically, you know, just um, kind of a lot of growing up I had to do. But um, it's definitely prepared me for where I am now. Absolutely. Um, so you're going in your second year at Jackson, Isaiah. What are you kind of trying to prove this year from last year? What's, like, the different – differences um I mean this year like really just showing overall like my ability to like score like last year especially like I kind of was dealing with a bit of nagging injuries and like they kind of kept me from being as aggressive as I could have been a lot of the time but like this year you know just like being consistent and being confident in my shot like I'm you know I spent a lot of time this summer like working on it just in like different situations and like kind of learning how to like score within an offense, but at the same time still being me and like, you know, just being aggressive with my looks. So like, so, that's one of the yeah, for sure. So is your shot like the main thing you worked on this summer or were there other things you kind of touched on throughout the summer? I definitely touched on a lot this summer. I mean, my shot, like being more consistent with it was one of my biggest like things that I wanted to focus on, especially being like I shot a low volume last year, like this year, just like, you know, finding looks and stuff. I really spent a lot of time like learning the game though. And like, just like looking at it at higher levels, this level and even lower levels, just like figuring out like what works and seeing like different ways that people score, you know, like paying a lot of attention to like players, my size and kind of like seeing like looks that they get and then players smaller players bigger like you know just kind of like taking in as much as I can yeah. 
working on getting quicker. That was really one of my biggest things that I focused on this year was getting quicker and being able to guard more positions. Who's somebody you like model your game after? Um, honestly, for me, I definitely say like, I love a lot of the like more skilled players, like, you know, Kevin Durant, guys like that. But like, yeah. especially in regards to guys, I like to take after guys like Brandon Ingram. But then at the same time, being a, like a, more of a Swiss Army knife type guy, I like Drake, you know, surprisingly, like being able yeah. to do it all, go out there and defend. And then also like, you know, go out there and like, I can make a lot of plays for my teammates as well. And just, yeah, like, I mean, it's important to... to be able to do everything because it gives you more opportunities to stay on the court because the more you can do, the more opportunities the coach is going to give you. But so how has practice been so far for you guys? Cause the season hasn't started yet. So how's been, how's practice been? Uh, it's been pretty solid so far. I've actually been sitting out the last few weeks um, just due to like the same nagging injuries. And I had to get some injections in my knees um, just for like some tendonitis I was dealing with, but uh, the guys are looking pretty sharp so far just for, you know, um, I know I think last year they had a lot of freshmen. So, some guys are brought back, but, you know, adding in those new pieces and uh, putting it all together, it's looked good so far just for the three, four weeks we've been uh, in the gym so far. So uh, it, it looks hopeful for this season. So I'm, I'm excited yeah. to see what will play. What are your guys' goals as a team this year? What are you guys trying to accomplish? Oh, definitely nationals. I mean, like, we we opt our schedule this year. You know, we see some top schools like South Suburban and stuff like that when we go out to Illinois. They actually won nationals last year. Like, you know, we played them early on in our season last year. And, like, for us at the junior college level, it's like we're definitely going to see a lot of schools. But, like, I think ultimately we'll win our conference first because it's pretty competitive here just in our, uh, in our conference alone. Like, it's really known here in the Midwest. But, you know, our conference in Michigan is one of the best, I'd say, in the country. Like, you know, I mean, it's a lot of, like, guys who can play at a higher level. It's just a matter of, you know, really digging in and trying to, like, you know, figure out what's the best way to do it. And I know it's, like, everywhere in regards to, like, how it's going to be, but it definitely is just a lot to just digest in regards to starting with just winning conference and then from there winning nationals. But that's definitely our, our main two goals, I would say. And I want to You guys have a lot of, like, na ma like new pieces to this team that are, like, going to contribute this year from last year? Definitely. I mean, I think from this year, like we definitely like found ourselves a lot within last year. And we also switched from the west side of our conference to the east, which is a bit more athletic and more fast paced. So it's like with our new pieces, we really built around that and guys who can like, you know, bring versatility, like even Noah, for example, he's someone who can be that combo guard, combo wing. And then he can also bring a lot of high level shooting you know what I mean, in high-level defense. And then, like, with our other young pieces, they're bringing even more, you know, just athleticism and, like, the capability to really, you know, be versatile and guard multiple spots. That's really what our team has been built on this year, especially, is, like, you know, being able to just be versatile and exactly. everybody be able to. Yeah. What were you going to say, Noah? I didn't – I wasn't trying to cut you off there. What were you going to say? Okay. Uh, I was um, – you know, obviously – uh, with going to JUCO, the goal is to make it to the next level. But I would say definitely with our team, everybody wants to make it to that next level. Um, and like I said, you know, that's a goal for most schools. But, you know, you see it, you know, staying after practice, getting up shots early in the morning. Um, you know, the culture is just a little bit different here. Um, you know, so and, and you could tell um, that, you know, everybody's 
a little more driven, you know, so it's kind of just it's good to see that. And uh, it's a good sign. So you're playing your first season of college basketball, Noah. So like what, what's like one thing you want to prove to everybody? Um, I mean, I, for me, I kind of tried to, um, avoid, you know, proving myself to people. I kind of getting into that. It kind of affects me mentally. I just want to make sure I can go out there and just, you know, compete and, uh, you know, um, I have my own goals obviously, but you know, our team goals too. I want to make sure those are met, um, to the best of my ability and everybody else's. Uh, so that's kind of the biggest goal. And then just sharpening up on, you know, my weaknesses. Um, for example, you know, um, at prep school, I one of my goals is to become a much better defender, um, you know, going out and guarding, you know, the top score, second leading score, you know. Um, just being one of those guys that's willing to, you know, do the dirty work, I guess, or, you know, do, do the job that nobody wants to do. So, um, you know. I'm uh, still trying to figure out what my role will be when I come back um, fitting in because I haven't been practicing yet, but uh, I'm excited, you know, uh, just to see what's in store. I was like prep playing a prep for you. How was that um, experience? It was definitely an experience. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> I was, so it was, uh, it was the first time being away from home. Um, and, you know, it was kind of strange because not strange, but it was just, um, you know, aspects of high school and college, you know, merged together. Um, so, you know, it was kind of, um, it was definitely a new experience, but, um, you know, we played a lot of top teams, Brewster Academy, Putnam Science, um, Woodstock Academy, and those are all top prep schools um, on the East Coast, um, kind of in that New England area. Um, so getting to play against, you know, highly ranked players, um, you know, other top pros grad teams, you know, just getting that game experience was really big for me. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, just, did you play any insane, like, did you play any top ranked players while you were over there? Uh, we did, we played, uh, <laughs> I think that's how you say his name. I think he's like, he's third ranked in the country, uh, for the 2023 class or he was, I don't know. He, he, the rankings fluctuate always, but he, he's, I think he's in the top 10, you know, he's, he's pretty good six, nine wing, you know, he can, he can do it all. He's real athletic and shoot. Um, you know, so, um, and just, you know, but, uh, really it's just about going out there and hooping, you know, I was harsh, you know, like a lot of guys I've seen play against high level competition like that. Um, so it was just fun to get out there and see how I match up against them. Oh yeah. It's definitely uh, fun. It's definitely fun. Definitely. The, definitely to go on to the, uh, high playing against like high level guys, especially during my season prep. Um, when we played IMG, like we we played IMG, we played Oak Hill, we played Mount Zion Prep, where Tracy McGrady had went. Um, we had played a lot of schools. Honestly, I went to um, Aim High and stuff. But like, in regards to high level, um, I played against Cam Thomas at Oak Hill. Um, that was and Derek Jones also. He was pretty nice too. You play and Derek Jones is nasty. He's crazy. Bounce was his bounce was like that in real life. Like the afro really be at the rim, like no exaggeration. <laughs> like that. But like granted, it was like even in game, it was like he wasn't really like able to get to a lot of those as much as you would think, like with that type of athleticism. It's like he was really like able to use other abilities too. It's like you'll see a lot of those guys, it is different than on like a lot of the highlights. It's like 
there's stuff that they do have that like you don't see but then at the same time it's like it's a lot easier to like if you're if you're like up there it is it's a lot easier to see and like you can see how easy it is for them to you know handle that type of lower level competition but at the same time you can see how easy it is to really like compete against guys yeah, if you exactly yeah definitely so so i know you mentioned to me before that you played against like kenya martin jr and Jaden ivy so like um, how how was it playing against those two guys because I mean, Jaden Ivey's in the league now. I mean, he's a stud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jaden Ivey was when we played Lalu. That was the year when they, like, be uh, prolific and all of those guys. And, like, when we played, Jaden Ivey was definitely, like, the whole star, like, stuff was there definitely then. But I don't think his game was as, like, it was still a, a lot more raw at the time when we had played them. Like, it was a matter of, I matched up against him a few times and stuff like that. And like, uh, I don't really, I didn't get to see the like dynamic downhill speed then that he like showed yeah. now, like just like how he can control it in like, you know, those transitions and stuff like that. Like he does, he like, I know he put in a lot of work, you know, especially like with his mom in regards to like just getting that ability to like, I know how you see how he always gets the job comparison around that time. I know that he has spent a lot of time, like, you know, working out with the same people. And that's where, like, that ability had come from, I think. And just, you know, seeing it up close, it wasn't as much as I thought it was going to be back then. But, like, Kenya Martin, that one was a different story. Like, that, <laughs> that was really being, like, NBA ready that day. Like, I remember it was in transition because, like, I, I had got a three off, like, over two guys like banked it in like on some lucky type note and like they just would throw it out to him one dribble from like the three and then he just off like a step in from like the three like off one. Oh my god it was at the rim the whole time until he dunked it like overtime was at the game like i i got lord played them but like yeah he he got a clip against us on his arm on one of his mixes like he had hit a three against me from like and it's like crazy because you would really think like that his game would be somewhat different. But like, unlike the other guys, like, you know, Cam Thomas and even like Jay Nivey, his game was completely like it looked like on highlights where it was just dunks and trying to play above the rim for sure. It definitely. Yeah. Was. I don't know. I feel like there's some guys like in high school, especially that are like mixtape players. Like you'll like look at their highlights and they'll be like crazy. Like, like Mac McClung was like one of those dudes who like he was still crazy good, but like he wasn't like dunking yeah. all the time. Like he had like a bunch of like mid range pull ups and like he's a good three point shooter. Like he did a lot more than like a, you see on the highlights. A lot of guys with really complete games, and that's kind of like what I feel, especially now, what like holds a lot of guys back from like really wanting to complete their games. Like they don't see all of that stuff on the highlights guys who, you know, have the ability to play with pace and like they can slow down and then take shots. Like, I mean, now I'm thinking they're starting to be a bit more of a turn because of like skilled players just being like able to be more flashy in a sense, but like definitely just like players like no, like play and like just find their shots and like work within an offense. It's completely different than just like, you know, getting the ball and, you know, it's ISO when I got all the space to just do whatever yeah. I want. And 
I know it definitely in the collegiate level. And I mean, even at the prep level, I seen it a little bit where it was like, you know, that help is way different when it's three guys coming over and then yeah. you're trying to, you know, so it's like if you're not playing at a higher level and it's just you, then it's like way different than, you know, what I mean, versus if you're at like the prep or if you're at like, you know, even if you're at a low level in college, it's like you're going to see completely different defensive schemes and stuff like that. And then like it is, it just makes it a difference. But is there like anything in your game specifically that you like thought you needed to work on that? Like you want to like showcase this season to make sure like everybody knows, like this is the underrated part of my game and I know how to do it. Well, like, is there anything in particular for me personally? Yeah. Um, for I was like, I didn't know if it was for both, but um, definitely my passing, bro. Like, I'll say the same. Too. My passing has been like super underrated for a long time. Like, and I definitely know this because of like, for a long time, I was considered like I was playing undersized big. You know, I mean, I was only six four, six five, and as I got taller, it kind of still made sense. But like, I developed my game to really be predicated where I can play wherever. So it's like now, you know, being that guy who can be like the small ball four it's like easy for me to like you know draw attention you know what i mean on my drives and then i can hit shooters wherever you know what i mean like having that ability has always been something i had and just like being able to find my teammates on cuts and stuff and transition it's like even when i was like really slow and like i was like you know what i mean you know what i looked like when i was a bit younger yeah you know what i mean the ability to kind of pass on the post or i could be on some like you know so just really like showcasing my passing ability. I think this year I'll I'll really get a better chance to like put that on the uh, showcase in the forefront for sure. Because I was about to say because I like I watched like your highlights and you were like passing the ball like you were like fitting it into pretty tight windows at times. I was kind of surprised. I was like he sees the court very well because like you bring the ball up like at times. Like are you are you planning on? bringing the ball up more this year? Are you going to be, like, running the offense and, like, making sure, like, things flow at first? Um, I mean, that's why, I like, kind of going back into earlier, like, where I found more of a role in regards to finding my shot is, like, now instead of, like, in transition, I really do want to have a lot more shots. So just in regards to our offense where I may be trailing and I'll just get the, you know, the swing back three or I may be, like, if it's like certain rebounds and like certain times where I like, I'm, I think I'm more prone to pick and choose my spots now. Like definitely do want to have, like I have more opportunities where I see myself bringing it and kind of facilitating earlier offenses. But like, especially with this year, how, how many guards who are like really able to be ball dominant. It's like, I don't really have to show as much, you know, facilitating from the beginning of the offense I may you know take the role where I may go and spot up corner I may be cutting or I may even rim run you know it's just like kind of really uh situationally based you know what I mean so it's like now knowing how to pick my spots I think I will more than I did last year but at the same time it's going to be really like smart about what I'm doing just in regards to our flow you know yeah so Noah, do would you know like what your role this year is going to be with the team? Like, what do you think you'll be doing exactly when the offense? Um, I think I'll probably be. Um, I know we have some scores, but I'll probably definitely be uh, one of the shooters if that's uh, at least at the very least. You know, 
um, just with spot outs, coming off screens, uh, pull-ups. But uh, I think I'll probably end up being more of like a two-way type of guy, um, you know. And uh, like I said, just defense was one of those things I wanted to improve. So, you know, just continue, continuing to build off of that. And then, uh, like you said, with uh, passing is another thing I want to improve on, um, you know, just um, kind of being in between that combo guard where I was never really um, the full, like running the offense, facilitating. Uh, but, you know, sometimes I'll put in that position uh, so I can make plays at times. But um, uh, rebounding is another thing I want to work on as a guard, uh, you know, 6'4". Uh, um, you know, I'll probably be one of a at the two guard, probably be uh, bigger than most at this level. Um, and then six, 10, six, 11 weeks, man, you know, I want to be able to just crash the glass and try to get as many more opportunities for our team as I can. Um, you know, so uh, those are really the two main things. Are you going to take like the best player on, on offense and just guard them defensively? Are you, are you willing to take those challenges this year since you do have such a long wingspan? Because, I mean, there's yeah, guys like George Hill who steal the ball all the time. I mean, I feel like you could have an impact like that. Yeah, definitely. And uh, like I said, I still uh, will figure out what my role is, especially coming in kind of late with uh, the injury recovery and, and everything with that. But, um, you know, definitely I'd be willing to do that. Um, you know, and I know uh, there'll be someone encouraged still just with getting more game experience. But, you know, I'm willing to take that, you know, if it, it means, you know, I can make the team better, uh, get better myself. So. Um, it's kind of just how I've been looking at it so far. So have your, how are your knees? How, how long has that been kind of going on for exactly? Uh, it's been going on for a while, you know, just kind of that nagging tendonitis, you know, um, didn't give myself adequate enough rest over like, you know, the past year or so and kind of had to play through that at prep school. Um, and that was a battle just kind of, we didn't have, uh, you know, the best um, athletic training staff. So, uh, <laughs> you, know, you know about that so um kind of just was on my own with that for a while but you know they've they've uh they've been improving you know exponentially uh since i've gotten those injections that's a really good sign you know just um uh, you know we've slowly been doing uh pool workouts really um just to low impact stuff but still getting in that conditioning still getting in that movement on uh, to slowly work my way back um so you know um i'm excited to finally be able to play um you know as close to 100 percent as i can you know I probably expect for, you know, a little pain to still be there for, you know, the first couple, two to yeah. three weeks coming back. Um, that'll be so much better than where I was at, you know, over the summer even. Um, so, you know, I'm just happy to be in this position now. So you were dealing with the knee injury during the summer as well? Yeah, yeah. And it, I spent, <laughs> I spent, that was one of the, you know, things, I don't see things I want to work on, but, um, you know, just, uh, I learned a lot about my body during that time, just with um, kind of a lot of trial and error, figuring out which workouts, you know, strengthen that area, strengthen the tendons, you know, strengthen the muscles around it, um, you know, and then figuring out, you know, how much is too much um, in terms of working out uh, two times a day, three times a day. I remember uh, the summer after my senior year, uh, after I graduated, I was going two, three times a day, made go and pick up, you know, two, three days out the week. So it was just yeah. – a lot, like I said, not giving myself enough rest and uh, just not treating my body as well, nearly as well as I am now. And just what I, the knowledge I've gained um, over just that short amount of time, you know, um, has really helped me. So I want to, I wanted to ask you, cause you mentioned like, you know, high school and stuff like that. Um, like, I know you kind of had a tough high school experience, like, and you still kept your head up, which 
I really kind of admire because a lot of like players, they don't, they, they get super discouraged and they quit basketball because they don't play. Like, how did you like get through that? Cause you just kept your head down and kept working hard. Like what made you keep doing that? Um, you know, it was really, really tough situation or just a tough experience, you know, kind of just always feeling like I was getting better and better over each year, even though I kind of just looked at myself more as a late bloomer. So by my freshman through about junior year, um, there's still a lot of development I needed to do, but, um, kind of once I felt like I got to a certain point and I still wasn't playing, um, definitely was really frustrating, but, but, um, you know, just staying intrinsically driven, you know, not kind of worrying about what's going on, um, you know, outside of what I can do, um, that really helped me. And then, you know, just success outside of school ball, um, and AAU that, you know, just those little small successes, um, definitely, you know, propelled me forward. So, um, faith in God as well. That's the biggest thing. I can't stress that enough, you know, that I've grown in my journey with Christ, you know, um, exponentially over the past, you know, year and a half or so, two years, um, ever since I want to say COVID hit, um, and, you know, I always had that relationship, but as I got closer, you know, started to look at things a little bit differently and, you know, that helped me in the basketball aspect, you know, just with, um, just the way I went about certain things. So, you know, and then just trusting in him, you know, that was the biggest thing, staying focused on, you know, what I can do in this particular moment and that he'll take care of the rest. And he truly does. So, you know, um, you know, I'm just, you know, coming here, I almost quit playing basketball with Arizona state, you know, as a student, you know, um, and just, I felt in my, in my heart, you know, place this passion in my heart for a reason. So, you know, um, I might as well go on and pursue and I prayed on it and I just felt like that was the right decision. So, um, you know, that, um, has really been the biggest thing for me. Um, I'll say post high school, but a little bit before just kind of, you know, I had that in the back of my mind, but more so just, you know, same principles, but, um, kind of the source a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Um, so for you, Isaiah, you are now at, the same school two years in a row now. You never had that in your college career. How does it feel to be in, like, the same environment for, like, another yeah. season? Dude, honestly, like, it is weird because, like, most of my life, like, I've always had to, like, move and adapt. So it's, like, for this to be the first time where I'm coming back into a situation, that was honestly, like, what was one of the biggest, like, parts of my decision when coming back. You know what I mean? Like, I had gotten offers out of last year to go into some, you know, smaller D2 schools, like, you know, Division two schools that did some D1 JUCOs. And I had some conversations with some Division one schools and stuff just about even setting up business and things like that. But it was like I had nothing that was as sure of this, you know what I mean, as sure a thing of this, as this is, you know, until this point. It was like really looking at it. It was like, you know, with my coaching staff bringing coming bringing back bringing them all back and then coming back in you know it was just like looking at it it was like it's a situation where I was like I felt like I had unfinished business for the most part you know it was like I was yeah. hurt at the end of the year I didn't... yeah and then you know with the situation with my mom you know my mom passing during my season like that really it was a lot for me and feeling as if I wasn't able to even focus on basketball as much as I wanted to, you know, it was like, that was the only thing that really kept me going in regard to even trying to come back to school at that point. You know what I mean? It was like, if I don't, then I don't have basketball. So that was kind of the only yeah. thing that 
That's tough, man. It just like it did. It really like it meant a lot to me that my coach and you know the guys here kind of start to feel more like family than just a team to me. So it was like it definitely was just the best move in regards to my future yeah. and all. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So how's the dynamic duo between you guys? Am I gonna see some alley oops between you guys this year? Uh definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I mean that. De- since last year, I mean, you know, uh, I know that we've worked with a lot of different stuff. Being some of the clips when we went down the bloom, you know, what I mean, like it's it's all going to be there for sure. Like that's that's no <laughs> no facade. Definitely going to be. Who, there. Who's going to be throwing the lob? Is it going to be you or Noah? I'm a little interchangeable. I was going to say it just depends on the Um. So. You meant you touched on like talking to D one schools and stuff. So is this the biggest season of your college career this year? Yeah, honestly, um, this is my last year that I can play in junior college. Uh, granted, I could like you know I could have went and got another year of eligibility if I wanted to, but it was like this year I got it, enough credits already accumulated for me to graduate. So it's like after this year I have to you know I do have to go on and see where I my last two years of uh you know from my academic and athletic career you know what i mean and see what happens after that because you know I, I definitely do have you know goals and dreams to play beyond there but just taking it step by step you know yeah, yeah exactly so do you want to like how how like you know how many points a game you want to average because i mean i'm expecting i mean i know your expectations because you want to have a crazy year i know i know you it's like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is there something you want to go up in certain areas? Um, I definitely want to, at bare minimum, average a double. Nah, that's gas. Um, at least a double, <laughs> double, double. Like, I, <laughs> with these, I think, you know, just to really put forth, you know, just like credit to the work I put in over the summer, I think I can easily average a double, double, you know, just by crashing the boards and getting easy points. Um, in regards to throw out a real number, I mean, it's kind of hard to do in regards to just, I could say anywhere between 10 and 20 points, you know what I mean? 10 and 28 points. Like I could go anywhere with it, but it's like, I'll be happy and satisfied with my, as long as we're winning and I'm contributing to that, honestly. And it's like, I know with that said, it's like the bare minimum, I feel myself really being able to put out is at least 12 and 12 every game, you know, and that's just to set a, a low end standard for myself, just in regards to, I know some nights I may not have the best, like, you know, my shot may not always fall the same way or I may not be getting to the line as much, but I know that just in regards to playing hard and finding, you know, just putting forth effort and stuff. Like I, I know that I can at least do that much. And then on the defensive end, I, I still want to, you know, put forth at least another all defensive type of uh, performance, you know, multiple times throughout the year where it's to the point where it's almost 10 blocks, you know, almost yeah. eight steals, things like that, where it's like I'm really just getting after it on both sides of the ball and averages. It's like I know they'll be there because it's like I want to get after it every game, you know, so it's like, I don't know, that's kind of <laughs> – yeah. kind of, So the, you know, this, qu- this question, I'm not taking a jab at you, but no. 54% from the free throw line, like yeah. – well, Come on, what's up with that, man? <laughs> Dude, it was – I shot a low volume of free throws, honestly. Like, 
of the games that I really, I think I only shot free throws in about like six or seven games. And it was like, there was a few games where I got to the line times and I only made like four free throws. And granted, a lot of that came down to just me rushing through my shot, not going through my routine, really like looking at it, putting the ball through the net. You know what I mean? Overall, I knew that I needed to become more confident in my shooting. And that's why I just was really focused reps with my shot. Is really being yeah. able to know this, you know, if my mechanics are right, the shot's going in. And really having that type of confidence is where I'm at with it now. So it's like, you know, we won't see nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah it was i i did i always look back at that and i was like sheesh that's crazy <laughs> do you go back and like watch your game film and stuff to like kind of break down see what you could do better yeah of course um watching a film like i i actually brought it up earlier it was like really learning the game and like take it from a lot of the guys who I've seen at the top, like what are the things that they do? Like, what is it that helps them excel? And a lot of people had talked about watching film and really like outside of knowing your opponent, knowing yourself, knowing what mistakes you make, like openings you have, like, you know, knowing what type of angles you can get, just like really like breaking it down to that level. Like I have, I've started to notice a great difference in my game, you know, now and then just like, from back then just seeing those types of things and having to translate like you'll see it when you're on the court and then it's like oh this is what i could have done last time yeah it does yeah and it just slows so much yeah. i mean you want the game to be as slow as possible because you want to be able to read the defense and make the right play i mean that's all you want to be able to do at the end of the day exactly. but for you noah what was your decision like process because to come to jackson like were there other schools you were looking at beforehand um not really too much this was one of the few opportunities i had i had talked to some d1s actually um pretty late on in the year and a lot of the uh, stuff with the transfer transfer portal going on um you know just weren't spots at most of the schools i had talked to um and like i said i was enrolled in asu um so i was you know, almost about to be shipped off out there, you know. That's crazy, time. man. That's that's crazy, bro. That's nuts. Process, yeah. Um, uh, with his – our coach hitting, hitting me up, um, like, the first week of August. Um, and, you know, like I said, I just made that decision that I wanted to, uh, you know, take one more shot at it um, and keep, you know, keep pursuing my passion. So, um, yeah. you know, but I made that decision and uh, – you know, I, I definitely think, you know, just as I've kind of progressed that I will probably need, you know, to at least get one year of uh, solid college basketball and, you know, getting used to the game speed, getting used to this, you know, this level, you know, the things that come yeah. with it on and off. Um, so, you know, um, just like I, like I said, taking it one day at a time. Exactly. That's all you can really do is just keep working. Because every day yeah. is a new day. I mean – everything changes pretty quick. You can be on the bench and you could be starting the next day. I mean, it's kind of how it works, but you said, I know you mentioned like your, I want to like go back to your injuries and stuff. Were you like able to work on your game a lot? Like since you were hurt last summer? Um, I was, but you know, it was just a lot of kind of having to work around that. Um, you know, I had to play through pain a lot at first, uh, coming back from prep school because it was, 
the pain was just really bad. And, uh, you know, I had to get back to a base point um, just with, uh, I lost a lot of weight at prep school. Um, so coming back, being in the weight room, just really consistently, um, you know, at first I kind of uh, was, I don't know what it's called, but just being in the gym by myself, you know, kind of feeling a little bit self-conscious, getting over that hump to just little things like that, you know, yeah. um, kind of just um, really locking in on what I need to do. And then um, except for, uh, you know, just playing through that pain, you know, that was kind of just something I had to deal with. Um, yeah. Kind of just the pain level varied throughout the summer, but uh, was kind of around a six or seven most of the time. So it was pretty bad. But I, at that point, I'd kind of been so used to it. It was like, you know, um, I understood that, you know, there were certain things I wouldn't be able to do. Um, that would just, you know, be pretty painful, you know, I just to change my game up a little bit, um, yeah. you know, in a way that was beneficial for me because I had to focus on, um, you know, more skillful aspects of my game. Um, so were you so, like rehabbing in a sense or not really? Uh, kind of like both at the same time, you know, I was doing a lot of uh, like strengthening exercises for that tendon. Um, you know, I uh, took a lot more rest days uh, and that was something I emphasized this summer, you know, um, with me kind of always just going, going, going. Um, you know, I played AAU uh, that previous summer, uh, the one before last. Um, and, you know, just, you know, four or five games of the weekend um, on top of me working out, you know, um, going to different uh, college elite camps, you know, just to see if I get my foot in the door anywhere. You know, those aren't, you know, the best <laughs> for that. But just yeah. to <laughs> uh, at least give myself some type of shot, you know. So um, just definitely just like I said, focusing on a lot of the little things this summer and, uh, yeah. you know, just trying to do the best I can and plan through the, that, you know, injury. Um, so um, now, you know, that it's improved, you know, I'm excited to see, um, you know, how it'll turn out, how I look now. Yeah. So you guys went to um, a camp in Orlando this summer. What, what camp was that exactly? Can you like tell me more uh, about that? Yeah, that was uh, one of the Juke All-American Showcase. Uh, I think that was like the open invite. Yeah, um, me, Noah, and one of my other teammates, well, one of my old teammates, um, we all went down, and it, it was different. Like, I've been to their camps before. I got invited to their All-American Showcase last year in um, Atlanta, and then I got invited back to that one in Atlanta for this session after this year. But – Orlando was different. It was like an entirely different experience. Um, it was like, you know, you're down there and like we played like threes and stuff like that. But it was like a bunch of just basketball, like just playing like runs almost in front of like a lot of schools that were down there. And it, it wasn't a bad experience. It was just definitely one of those where it was like. Just a little different. Yeah. It just was like yeah. a little taboo to be honest, like just in general. But it was, like, crazy because, like, some of the people we had seen down there, like, I don't know if you, like, super familiar with the mixtape culture, but uh, a few years back, I don't know if you remember, Julian Newman was, like, playing against a little he kid. Was, he like, was there? Weston. Yeah. And yeah, he's small. He's a small – is he as small as he looks on, on YouTube? Yeah. Nah, he probably got a little bit bigger, like, since the video, but – that's not really saying much. Like, like he, was, nah, he was tight small. Nah, he was definitely tight small. But like he was nice. Yeah, he's solid. He was definitely solid. Like he was down there. And then um crazy thing when I was in at Atlanta at the other Juke All American showcase, um, Sharif Cooper's brother, his twin brother was there. Uh 
Oh, okay. Yeah, Omar. Yeah, he was there as well, and I seen him there. Yeah, I've seen his. I saw his highlights the other day. Yeah, he was pretty solid too, from what I had seen. I got to uh, actually chop it up with uh, Omar Cooper. Uh, Oh, okay. Talked to him for a bit um, before one of their games and stuff, and then Tia Cooper was there too. Their whole family was there. I think it's crazy. Wait, Sharif on the Hawks right now? Dude, honestly, I don't even. I think he got. I think he got waves. Yeah, yeah, I think. I I want to say. I want to say he was on the Pacers, but I can't. I can't remember. Yeah, I think. I don't know why. I think the Hawks usually waved him because he had a two way. But then I think he's about to. uh, I think he signed in the Indy. Yeah. I remember everyone saying he was going to be next Kyrie when he was coming out of high school. I was like, I was like, he snaps. He be he be he began to it like he always had got to it though. Like I think for him, it's definitely just finding like his niche. It's like it's different than it is when you're younger because it's a lot easier to get your shot off. Like bigger guys aren't as athletic, so it's like just working little stuff like that. I think it definitely take a player's game to another level, yeah. especially a guy like him because his handle and his ability to get to his spots is always gonna be there. So yeah. it's like he just got way to you know what i mean so like noah who's somebody you like model your game after exactly um i kind of like watching a little more underrated guys you know cj mccullum um anthony simons those are two guys that you know I oh, like. Okay. he's actually one he's kind of compared me to i uh, was anthony yeah <laughs> a little bit yeah. the athleticism not so much you know I, I got a little bit of bounce but not like that but, uh, you know, just, you know, really skillful guys. Um, they, uh, you know, are really good at getting to their spots. You know, a lot of good at working off of counters. I know CJ, um, you know, he has a counter for almost everything you can throw at him. You know, yeah. so uh, just watching that and then just being real efficient. That's another thing, you know, because you never know. Um, you know, just you might get three shots a game. You might get eight. You know, it, it'll change um, yeah. between each game. So just, you know, um, getting those looks and, you know, um, executing them when you can uh, is the biggest thing. So how is um how how do you like keep your head up when you don't get the amount of shots you want? Because like I know both of you guys want to take the most amount of shots you can. You want to have the ability to score, especially you, Isaiah, because you want to improve in scoring and show you can score the ball. It's like how do you guys like handle that if you don't get the shots you want? Um, for me, I. I, like I said, the passing, I kind of um, will try to get other guys involved if I can't get my shot, you know, um, you know, whether that's, you know, hitting guys on cuts, um, trying to be a leader on offense, you know, um, you know, um, getting guys their shots, getting their looks, um, and then just, you know, contributing to the game in other ways, you know, defensively, um, you know, just even on the bench, you know, being a good teammate, um, you know, because of those things, you know, with top teams, um, you can see the difference, you know, everybody on the bench, you know, is cheering. Um, they're excited genuinely for, you know, uh, their brother. So, um, you know, just being a positive energy uh, on the on and off the court or whether I'm on or off the floor, um, you know, just however I can contribute to us winning. And how about for you? Uh, is that- yeah, pretty much similar. Like for the most part, I mean, when it comes down to my – scoring I never really tend to find myself forcing like I have a lot of like stuff that I can kind of fall back to that I know I usually get buckets from but it's like for the most part 
it's really just kind of letting it come to me. It's like really that's where I'm like taking the next step with my game because it's like I can definitely like after a while of not getting some shots up, it's easy yeah. for me to, you know, I can. I can always fight and go and get a board. And then it's like from there, it's like, you know, whether I'm just pushing it and I'm trying to go and find the shot, it's like just learning to like, you know, really let the game come to me and just kind of like taking what I can get and then building, you know what I mean? Kind of like making the defense like, like react to me and then just going from there. It's just, you know, a matter of being balanced within that because I did for the longest I was a bit of an overpass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I could find myself giving up good looks on myself because I was looking to pass a lot. So it's like kind of finding that balance and just knowing like, all right, here's the moment to go and get one. You know what I mean? All right. Let's let's swing it around one more time, or go set up a good screen. You know what I mean, go box out, like you know, just making a good cut. You know what I mean, that type of stuff. Like putting myself in positions to try and score again is usually what I would do. And then just always forgetting about the last play, especially when it's not going well for myself. Always just keeping that mindset where it's like, you know what I mean, it didn't it didn't happen if I miss. You know what I mean, yeah. that type of stuff. Yeah. Are you like the number one guy on offense to score the ball this year for the team? It's it's weird. I I wouldn't say that primarily because it's more or less in places. Like for me, I definitely think I'm our biggest inside presence. But then it's like at the same time, there's a lot of guys who are going to have more, you know, ball handling duties. But then there's also – and those guys may, you know, find their shots too. You know what I mean? So it's like it's going to definitely be a, a, a blend of it. I think, you know, as a part of the team just in general, I think I'm one of the guys who, who can – bring a lot of versatile scoring, which a lot of our guys can do. But I'm saying, like, on all three levels, I definitely know that I'm going to, you know, help bring carry that load as much yeah. as I can while, you know, remaining a good teammate through and through and not just going out there and just, you know, taking my shots because I can or that or because there's some expectation of them. But, you know, just being balanced and being, you know, I mean, a, a player who's really letting the game just be natural. But – so how does coach um what kind of how are you guys gonna be playing? You guys gonna be playing fast or are you guys gonna be in the half court a lot? Or how you how's coach have you guys playing? Probably pretty fast. Um just from what I've heard from some of the teammates, some of our teammates that played last year. Um, a lot of buckets came from transition. Um but even in the half court, you know, we have a we have freelance offense, but uh like more so in the system. Um, you know, not a whole lot of sets. But uh, within those sets, it's real interchangeable. Anybody can play any position. So, you know, he might be on the wing. You know, I might be on the block. Um, you know, we'll just fly around all throughout that offense. But, uh, you know, it's set up for anybody to get their shot. So, um, just I would say probably a mixture of both, but more so fast, um, just from what I've heard and what, you know, I think our goal will be just in our plan of attack. Is your offense pretty positionless? Like, are there a lot of guys on your team that are going to be handling the rock? Yeah, for the most part, I think, especially like with how our our team is set up, our coach wants everyone to be able to handle the ball, especially to a certain extent where it's like to the point where it's not a worry of, you know, if I'm bringing it up as the tallest guy or if it's one of our other guys, you know, bringing it up as one of our smallest guys. It's just a matter of if you're bringing it up, how fast are we getting into it? Are we getting into it correctly? And, you know, just kind of going from there. Because it's definitely going to be a lot of, like, high-octane offense. But with that all driven off of it being, like, really 
really, really, really precise and like being organized, you know what I mean? Because it's like, it's easy to just run, but to run and then run a system is going to be, you know, what my coach is really, what with our coach is really like, you know, big on. And that's because, you know, he knows that all of his guys have higher level goals from where they want to go. So being able to just do that and work within that is going to be big. Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to be your toughest uh, opponent in your conference this year, you think? Um, our conference definitely got a lot tougher. I mean, some of the guys from last year went on to some pretty decent schools. We had some guys going to Central, had some guys go to like uh, Cleveland State, Wright State, schools like that. Some nice mid-major com- uh, competition and stuff like that had just left and was replaced with even higher level guys. Like we got some guys that just transferred back down from D1s. We got a guy coming in from uh, Northern Illinois that's going to be at uh, one of the schools we play. I can't think of what school, but I would say definitely like within our conference, we usually have the same schools that are sitting at the top in the East. And it's uh, Henry Ford, uh, McComb. And I definitely, I don't know. I mean, St. Clair was really good last year, but I can't sleep on schools like Mott either because they do. They, they usually have a really good team and they tend to always be very competitive. So, so it was like coach preaching, like we got to win conference. Or is he not really well? Like, what's his expectation for you guys? Has he like told you? Yeah, he definitely. It, his mindset is definitely the same. I would say, like, uh, he knows that it starts with us winning the conference, winning the East. I mean, that's you know, those other schools that I named in our conference are definitely, you know, they are they're coming with the same mindset that they're they want to win it, and then the only way to nationals is through winning our conference. So it's like yeah. everybody knows that that's where you got to start and from there i believe there's only one or two bids from this region so it's like it's just taking each step you know until you get to the get to nationals down there in danville and just you know going out there and playing hard because ultimately it's like (laughs) if you don't make it past here then you not go get there (laughs) (laughs) who are you guys matching up with the first game of the year um, ironically, our first like game game that we play is against my old uh, prep school. They come up for a uh, for a game, and that's on the eleventh of October. So, yeah, that's on the eleventh. Yeah, that's on the yeah, that's on the eleventh, and then we play on North, okay. which is a Division two college. We play them on the sixteenth. We play them on the sixteenth. That's when our, okay. you know, our schedule officially kicks off. Yep. Okay. Nice. So you guys both played prep. So how was it traveling around and like playing on, on all those tournaments on the prep level? Cause you guys saw a lot of different kind of players and I'm sure you guys saw a lot of coaches as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from my experience, uh, might've been a little, a little bit different than him, but, uh, we, um, we played a lot of games, you know, we played maybe 40, upwards of 40, 50 games um, throughout. Oh, you know, dang. From, that is like, a lot. October, yeah, October, November, to March. Um, so we always, um, we were, uh, you know, we traveled to New Hampshire, uh, Connecticut, um, throughout different parts of New York, um, and just, you know, all around that area. But we also, uh, we played in a couple of tournaments, you know, far away, we played in Vegas um, in December, and that was a fun experience. Um, oh, that's sweet. 
traveling with the team and kind of getting that first little experience, you know, of just um, planning it, like, you know, just that school ball aspect, but, you know, traveling at the same time. And it definitely wears on, you know, um, just trying to juggle school and also flying around all at the same time. Uh, but, you know, uh, you get acclimated to it. And, you know, it just, it was a pretty fun overall experience, you know, and uh, growing closer with some of my teammates from last year. Um, it was just nice to build those bonds with them. Man, what about um, for you, man? Definitely, yeah, definitely. The prep experience was, it was pretty great in regards to just overall what it was like. It, it really, I feel like that was like a taste of what it would be like to really be a pro. You know what I mean? Almost like yeah. where it was like, I'm traveling to go and play basketball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even with the academic side still being there was like, it was different because it's like, you know what I mean? I'm in a hotel room and I'm just like, I can, you know, I'm, I know that tomorrow I'm about to go and play in front of a full crowd of people. Like uh, when we went to Bishop Gorman, just seeing like a lot of the bigger guys, like, you know, I'm usually one of the biggest guys in the gym, like coming from like a lot of the smaller, like tournaments that I've been in until like, you know, I started to get older and stuff. But once I got at that level, you know, seeing guys like Kai Soto in person and seeing guys who's actually seven three, seven two, you know what I mean? Like seeing uh what's the uh one who went to bro that went to uh Howard, one of the um one of the maker, uh maker maker, the core oh. maker, seeing him like actually play in person was like crazy, just like in regards to seeing guys like that massive, like actually playing the skilled players, oh, like yeah. seeing stuff like that, like you know, it was, it was amazing. But in regards to just how much of the world I got to see, or, oh, yeah, or at least yeah. America that I got to see, and like you know, in regards to like the experience itself, my a lot of my teammates were internationally like brought in, yeah. So seeing yeah. like you know, getting to like really take in from those other cultures and like really yeah. getting to like live with people who are like yeah. you know, completely different. Yeah. It was it just overall like opened up my eyes to a lot more and just seeing like you know with people who played pro overseas and stuff like that. Now they're coming down to try and you know play for an opportunity to go to a college like I am like stuff like that was just really like eye opening for a lot of stuff. In, in the basketball world, but also in the real world, like just, you know, or the other, you know, the outside world, just really like yeah. brought my horizons. Like it was, it was just a lot yeah, to yeah. take in. And yeah. it definitely did. If I yeah. can attest to that, you know, um, just like you said, being around so many different people, um, both internationally and nationally, um, you know, just being um, scattered about, um, it definitely gives you a new perspective on, uh, you know, just, um, you know, we just, for example, you know, we had kids from Africa, Dominican Republic, Canada, um, throughout, you know, southern part of the United States. Um, you know, so it was just seeing how we all mesh together and seeing you know, how they do things. Um, and then you guys um, had some European guys, too. Uh, yeah. yeah, we did from Finland. Yeah, we had some Finland guys, too. Um, so, you know, just it was fun to see you know, kind of how they. Uh, just kind of some of their mannerisms and, you know, some of the things that they're used to, you know, it's different. Yeah. Um, we kind of were able to joke about that, but uh, just on a basketball or from the basketball aspect too, um, just learning how they approach the game and, um, you know, you can learn a lot from, you know, just how different parts of the world, um, you know, or people in different parts of the world, you know, um, their play styles and whatnot. So, you know, and um, for the, uh, the traveling too, um, one of the biggest things, you know, traveling in the middle of the week, you know, on a Tuesday, Wednesday, you'll be in a hotel 
I remember uh, we stayed. I don't remember where it was. I think it was in uh, Queens, New York. You guys got uh, online school, right? When you guys are doing that, you guys got to be on your computers during school and weird. stuff. It was weird because, like, for a lot of time at my school, like, we – our teacher was a, one of our coaches. So, like, granted, a lesson <laughs> might just pop out in a hotel room and he just <sighs> like, yo, everybody come to the come yeah. to this room. We're about to go over something. And it kind of did become that for a while. But, like, even – with how much we had traveled like one of my coaches was a bit older so it's like when we had drove we drove all the way from indianapolis to florida and then from florida all the way to um connecticut no maine we drove to maine so maine? that was like and, and, yeah 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 so it was like bro we we were driving like consistently so like a lot of our lesson plans would be cut short and granted it, it really did feel at times where it's like you have to really stay engaged within them to make sure that you're keeping track of your, you know, your academic side of things. Cause at the end of the day, it's like, it's kind of the experience of like being in college in regards to your academics are driven off of you. It's not anyone who's going exactly. yeah. to class and you go do those things. It's setting you yeah. up to really be like, I know I need to go and do this work in order to pass this, this and that, or I need to go to this class for this, this and this. Yeah. And everything rides on that it's not a matter of you just you know going because you want to go or you feel like going it's like i have to go yeah you you have to what were were like things you guys took away from like international guys because they play the game differently than guys from america it's like did you take away stuff from them definitely um dude like looking back especially from like my eastern european teammates and like my teammates who are from like Ukraine and like those guys, like my Russian teammates, like everyone, like there was a brilliant ironically, but there, there really was the, the, the mix. Oh, there really was the mix of just like learning how, like, cause we also had a guy from, uh, who was from, uh, Slovakia or. Yeah. I didn't want to mispronounce, but yeah, we guy from there. And like, he told me about Luca, like, the year he, you know, whenever he was that he came to the league, and it was like, then he's like, he's going to be the best player in the league. And it was like, you know, kind of like not understanding why he even thought that. But like looking at and how now he, he played, is, like now he is dang near, like he's crazy. Just seeing like that mind, like learning how to learn and just like players like that, not using like a crazy speed to get to spots, but like using like the ability to attack the angle and knowing what open up and like knowing what counter to go to and like having things like that. Cause it was, it was like, I had seen it like where one of the guys, his name was Chris Dennis. And he was like, that was the one from, uh, yeah, he's from Slovakia. And like he did, he played similar in the sense of like, he'll like wall you with dribble moves and then he'll like walk you down. And then he just like hit you with post moves into shots and like kind of seeing those types of like game styles to like teach you to like slow down and really just like learn how to like play with pace and attack angles and like, you know, not just rush into shots and kind of just force it to where you feel like you just got to go, go, go. Like learning how to like play. All right. This move. All right. Oh yeah. It's not here. And then like, you know, just kind of playing the game like a chess match more than just like, running out there and just trying to, you know, break people down and get to the basket as fast as I can or just get open for the tray as fast as I can, like really knowing if I do this, he's going to do that. And then from there, it's he's at my, you know, 
I mean, I really feel like it's, there's like an insane gap with like players from Europe with like, they rely on their IQ. They're like basketball IQ more and like players from America. I mean, this could just be my personal opinion. I don't know if you think this too, but like I play players from America kind of rely on like, you know, being in transition, like athleticism, playing fast. And like over in Europe, they rely on shooting and like passing the rock, like being like, you know, getting teammates involved. They just have to play smarter because they're more skilled. They're like ready when you get to that NBA level. Like a lot of guys from America have time. They need time to develop some of them. Like some yeah. of them are like Zion and they're like 280 and have like a 46 inch vert and are ready to go. Like, yeah. And you don't see I, many like that. I definitely think like with that is like, it's a big part of just in general, how for them it's completely different. And this is like stuff that I learned. Like when you're over in different like European countries and stuff like that in regards to when it comes down to basketball and like academics and all of that stuff, like they do their primary school to a certain extent, but then it's like, if you decide that you want to play a sport, like you really will invest your time into that as like your primary thing. Like you're not a, just a student no more. Yeah. Like, they don't go there. to school. They just go to the Euro league. That's it. Yeah. You're doing basketball. it at 14. Yeah. So it's like, I think that like with knowing that, especially like when you're younger and you're playing at a higher level, you can't play above the rim forever. I don't care who you are. I mean, unless you're Vince Carter, because that, that's the only exception. <laughs> it's like... You Bro, really Vince Carter can't... couldn't play above the rim forever, though, either. I mean, he 40 years old, you get to the point where you can't dunk on people, but... Ah, facts, facts, facts. But I'm saying, like, the fact that you still dunk is just crazy. He's like 46, 47. Yeah, I mean... Like, <laughs> so it's like crazy. But it's like, guys kind of... I think they're more, like, understanding of that at like overseas and stuff i think they realize that you know the way that basketball is going to be played is if you can master these skills you can almost play forever versus if you try and just hone your game off of athleticism or just trying to like find you know ways to use your quickness and like just burst it's easy to lose that over time it's like that can actually be lost you know what i mean regardless if you keep it you know you're staying on top of your body or not there's always going to be that natural step once, you know, father time, comes, you know, looking for you. So I think that just in regards to like really them having that understanding of like basketball on the level of I can play like this until I'm 48 because of the yeah. fact that I know when I post you here, come off the screen super slow and then I pull, you know, cause you went under, it's like just knowing those types of things will always like set you apart and it'll be able to keep you going for longer. And granted, it's like, it's a lot for sure. I mean, it's just repetition. It's just repetition. They just, they do it over and over and over and over again. It's just constant. So Noah, I want to, I want to touch on your knees again, because so the training here at Jackson, like, have they like kind of like sped up your process and like getting back on the court a hundred percent as fast as possible. Like since you've came here, like, have they really like helped you out with it a lot? Um, I mean, I mean the con or the trainer and I have been in contact, but really, um, I kind of was just told the rest for, um, you know, the two to three weeks just now I'm able to start to come back, uh, tomorrow actually I'll be, to, I'll be clear to start on the bike. Um, you know, get started that just progressively increasing that, movement and then uh i should be 
um, officially cleared from the you know, orthopedic surgeon that did my injections um, next Wednesday. Um, okay. But still, that is just making sure I don't overload it too soon. Um, you know, I'll definitely be working with work, working with her more aggressively, um, just to you know make sure I'm just little by little um, preparing my body for the season, and uh, you know not make or not doing too much to the point where you know that tendonitis starts to creep back. Um, you yeah. Know, another battle I have to deal with, but um, so far you know like I said we just I've just been taking it really easy. You know the most we most I've done is you know our workouts um you know we'll, we'll go up to ann arbor um and go up to the y and you know just um just do some workouts that we we put together just from you know researching um you know those have been really good um just for you know kind of getting that um that feel of you know moving around again but still not you know putting too much pressure you know on my knees so um so how I, close are you going to be to 100 percent before the season are you going to be like almost there I think I'll be almost there. You know, right now I feel good. Um, you know, it's really just about gauging, um, you know, the discomfort level with um, going through certain things and, you know, um, you know, maybe it's very, very light soreness after something. Um, but, you know, just a lot of stretching, um, you know, a lot of, um, you know, just, uh, like, for example, wall sits. That's one of the things I'll do. Um, yeah right now and then just strengthening hips glutes quads hands um you know all the stuff around it um you know, do you have any worries about sure missing time good. during the season at all like missing any games for their knees or, or no uh no not right now i i'm not sure if i'll play in the aim high scrimmage um probably purely off of you know conditioning i don't know if i'll be in shape yet um you know i might um come out and you know have a minute restriction or something uh, but uh, I've kind of just decided to cross that bridge when we get there. Um, you know, um, I think, you know, just progressively, just very little thing, like just taking um, a limited amount of jump shots per day, you know, or just doing, um, you know, ball handling for a certain amount of time, um, stuff like that, really taking it easy. Because I've done this, uh, you know, procedure before um, during prep school, actually, and uh, came back way too soon. Um, you know, I, uh, you know, the rest of time usually was like 46 weeks. And I came back, um, you know, playing full games a week and a half late, you know. So yeah. that was right back. So just being real intentional with just, you know, being patient and, you know, making sure I give my, my body that time it needs to um, get back to where it should be. So is the coaching staff, like, kind of preaching, like, don't rush? Definitely, definitely. You know, they're excited to have me back. Um, you know, the head coach is the only one who's seen me. Um, play live in person. You know, we had a, an open run with some of the guys in the team, and then uh, just some other dudes that played JUCOs around the state um, before uh, school started. Um, but you know, they there's no rush. You know, with getting me back um, right now, they're um, focused on getting me healthy. You know, so where I'll be a valuable asset. You know, going down the road and have to hopefully deal with these things coming up um, later down the road. So how excited are you for the season to start? Are you guys just ready for it to get going? Yeah. No, I well, – No, uh, you so For me, personally speaking, um, you know, I'm definitely excited, but also just taking this time, you know, to really um, just lock in and, you know, be um, 
focus on the little things, you know, polishing up, you know, just uh, how sharp our team looks, you know, um, just the chemistry and, you know, learn how, um, you know, everybody else on the team, um, you know, things like that. Uh, but definitely getting out there and playing, you know, again, is I'm really excited for that. What about you, Isaiah? What are you most excited about? And honestly, I'm I'm excited just to really get back into the process, man. Like, it's usually a lot going through it all, but it's like I love it. Honestly, I genuinely love it. Just you know, the grind, the 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 ups to downs. You know, really getting to just see what it's like to play basketball at at a higher level. You know, every year I try my best to come back better than I did the year before, but this year especially, it's like. You know, I don't really see as many outside distractions being in front of me. You know what I mean? And last year was it was a it was a different one. You know what I mean? It's a bit of yeah. a doozy, but it's for sure this year I, I do. I think I'm gonna be able to put my best foot forward. So, I I really expect a lot of big things to happen this year. I uh, on on all fronts. You know what I mean? Like not to throw too much out there, but I do. I think for my team success. <laughs> I think there's going to be a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of it for real. Hey, well, I'm, I'm excited for you guys both. I can't believe you guys are teammates. I, that's that's kind of crazy to me, to be honest. Like, did you uh, ever we, see, like, a world, like, ever, you guys would be on the same college team? Like, did you ever think that was even possible? I honestly was crazy about it. My grandpa had been saying it for, like, the past, like, <laughs> No, scratch that. For like the past three years, he was like saying we were going to play college together. And it was weird because like during our paths, like you would see like all this stuff that were kind of leading us to think that it would be otherwise. Like I started out, you know what I mean, before I came to the junior college level, I started out at a Division two school. You know what I mean? Because it was like only visit I took during COVID yeah. was to a was like every other visit I had lined up got canceled or, you know, I wasn't yeah. important you know what I mean you still get the yeah call. I mean it was a tough it was a tough time for for a lot of players then it was it was just weird for me but it, it it like brought me you know around to this point and then it was just as if you know because last year we tried I tried to get Noah to come here and it just it didn't seem like too practical at the time but it was like through his later experiences and stuff it kind of just worked out so it's like with that I really think you know what I mean I, I thought it would happen maybe like at the next level, but it happened now. So it's like it definitely is pretty cool to see. It I got I gotta see some alley oops from you from you dudes though. I have to. I gotta see it. That's already on the. That's For already sure. on the. You know what I mean? That's on the agenda. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is there anything you guys want to say before I kind of close out this this pod? And I, I'm really proud of you, dude. I, I know Same just here. as a friend, bro, it's, it's very to see it and <laughs> a part of it. Next time I'm hoping to, you know, be on here and have some more to talk about, you know, have some stuff where I could be telling you where I'm going to school next. And, you know, what I mean, yeah, there, growing alongside you, bro, honestly, it's been great to see it. And I knew you'd find a niche. So most definitely when I give you your class yeah. and your props. I, I appreciate I appreciate it. I appreciate you both for hopping on and taking time to answer my questions and everything. Good luck with the season. I wish you the best of luck. I will definitely be keeping an eye on you guys. I'm going to be monitoring your season success. So you better note that. Uh, I can't I can't shoot below 
fifty percent. Yeah, no, hand. yeah, no, fi- no, fifty-four percent for free throw line. At least, at least, at least seventy percent. So I can look at it and be like, all right, he's shooting seventy percent. I can, but, you know. But hear me out. I shot forty conference in three. Three. <laughs> that balances out like the same amount of shots I shot better from three than I did. He just still working on getting that full three level. You know, he still needs that. Middle. I was a two and a half, <laughs> two and a half at that point, but now it's the full three level. You know, so definitely. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, I really appreciate you guys hopping on. Um, but this is gonna go ahead and do it uh, for the today's episode of Take Podcast. Um, this is Isaiah Brown and Noah Gathings of Jackson Community College in Michigan. Um, make sure to check them out this season. Stay tuned. But um, this is going to go ahead and do it. I appreciate for everyone tuning in, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.